Welcome to Spill the Beans. This is Cindy. How about we share some of the worst pickup lines we've ever heard? Okay, let's share them, Nicole. One of the worst that I can think of was I was at this bar in New York where you ditched me. We were sitting there and there was this older doctor who was next to you. And you were clearly somewhat bored with the conversation. I got there a little after you. You finished your drink. I was waiting for someone else. And you were gone. You just left me with this guy. And I think you knew exactly what was happening. But he was trying to pick me up by telling me that he was on the board of a fancy prep school in New York and could get the kids that I don't have and didn't have at the time into that prep school if I went out with him. And you left me with him. I don't remember deserting you. What I do remember is when I finally met an ex of yours. He was just so excited to meet me that he repeatedly elbowed me in the boob. Oh, yeah, he's kind of awkward. <laughs> Every time he emphasized the point, the guy elbowed me in the boob. It's so nice to meet you, Cindy. Boom. And I have big boobs, but don't elbow me in them. They weren't yeah. in the way. I was holding them back respectfully. No, he, he was kind of awkward. I don't know if, I knew if he was nervous, awkward. I think you may have poked him in the stomach or something. After he hit me in the boob, I poked him in the stomach. Mm-hmm. Speaking of your boobs, I do remember that one night when we were at the whiskey bar. I was wearing my best breast dress. I remember, I think I got out of work early and we started early. <laughs> Those two Israeli guys who were visiting right. came up to you at the bar. So there was a point, Cindy and I had been at this bar for a while. And sometimes, you know, we used to see each other all the time. We'd look at each other and there'd be a point and be like, should we try to talk to other people now? And we would just turn to whoever was around us and start talking because we, we somewhat ran out of things to say between us. It's yeah. like one of my things. I just like to talk to people and find out their funny stories. Yeah. But do you remember the time that the guy came up? So she chatted with him for, I don't know, like 10 minutes? The guy and I sent him on his way. Yeah. And he came back. Came back after a show. Walked up to the bar and just said, so are you going to come home with me or what? Or something like that. No, he asked you if he could sleep with you. He was really, he's like, oh, so can I sleep with you? <laughs> and I, what did I say? No, but you can buy me dinner or something like that. No, I think he said something like, no, but you know, had you asked me to dinner and bought me a drink first, I might have said yes. <laughs> it might have been yes, you know. Yeah, I think you were trying to like instruct him on what to do rather than just ask the question. <laughs> um because I remember that was a funny night because that was the night I tried a new pickup line that really worked. And I suggest other people try this, which it was a little chilly in the bar. And I saw a guy, this guy was sitting next to me who had his jacket over the, um, the bar stool and he was alone. So I asked him if I could borrow his jacket while he was there. <laughs> really, can I borrow your jacket till you leave? At first, I thought he was just being polite to you because he's Canadian. Sorry, my <laughs> Canadian friend. But he really did like you. Unfortunately, he wasn't a keeper, but it was a good pickup line. That's right. He was going to ditch the date that he had decided was high maintenance because she had changed her clothes too many times and texted him about it. And I think you gave him some instruction too on how rude that would be. I did, but I also said I understood because if somebody ever texted me with all that information, that would be the last time they saw me. Yeah. You know, I may have bailed on that actually too. So I know that we drank too much. I know that we somehow got back to, I was staying at your place and we somehow got back. I know that we couldn't find a pizza place that's literally around the corner from your house. And I know we looked for it for about 20 minutes, but I know that we finally got back to your apartment and you neglected to tell me that you were fostering not one cat, but two. <laughs> yes, that's true. I do remember that. Nicole goes into her room and I'm sleeping on the couch. Nicole had two beautiful cats that she still has. They're two of my favorite animals on this planet. But I didn't know there were two other cats in the apartment. And I'm a little drunk and the room is a little swirly. And all of a sudden, I hear a noise. Bum, bum, drag, drag, drag. <laughs> bum, bum, drag, drag, drag. 
And I open up my little slitty drunk eyes and I look and there's a box just moving across the living room floor. <laughs> now I'm a little addled in the brain, so I'm not capable of getting up and understanding why the box is moving. So instead I'm just screaming, Nicole, why is there a box moving? Why is there a box moving across the floor? Nicole, Nicole. And eventually Nicole answers me and says, because there's a cat in the box. And then I said, <laughs> Nicole, Nicole, why is there a cat in the box? And she just never answered me. But that will always stay in my brain as one of the funniest nights of the call. Some people think it's cruel. There's a little kitten who needed to eat more than the other cats. So he was like a premature kitten. So I had to put him in his carrier, like this little wooden crate, had plenty of air slots, so that I could feed him because otherwise my big cat would take his food. And so I did, I think, for like 40 minutes, forget to let him out of the box after he finished. No, no, no. Nicole did not. Nicole would never torture an animal. There was no animal tortures. The box was large enough for the cat to be comfortable in. The fact that this little kitten managed to move the box from the bathroom, which is literally feet away from where I was on the couch, was what was amazing. And I'm drunk and there's a box just moving across the living room. So I I don't know. It was funny. so cute. Yeah. And then I think I made you go to class the next morning, too. Um, I was about to say, we did go to ballet bar the next morning and kicked butt as we always did. Yes. So that same night that you ditched me with the doctor at the bar. I did not um, ditch you. Mm-hmm. That night when you ditched me at that bar. So when Jay came, she's fluent in Spanish and she happened to hear two Spanish guys speaking. And so she also decided their conversation was more interesting than mine. Which I no, not about you. <laughs> so she decided to go talk to these guys. And one, I forgot, he was in business or something. But the other one was this Mexican count. And he was trying to talk to me. He was so drunk. He wanted a cigarette. So I went outside with him. He passed out. His friend put him in a cab. And then we went downtown. We ended up at a bar. So basically, Jay is flirting with this other guy. I'm not stuck at a bar by myself, which is fine. But I saw a bunch of guys next to me and one had a teddy bear. So finally, after I think two drinks, I leaned over and I was like, you know, it takes a really confident man to bring a teddy bear to a bar. That was also a good pickup line. I think we went out one time after that. He's really cute. When I was an undergrad, there was this gorgeous guy that lived down the block and I really wanted to meet him. And so I got my friend to come with me and we knocked on their door and I would just call for the dog. I knew the name of their dog. So I knocked on the door and I was like, can Jesse come out? Guy just looks at me and he's like, Jesse's a dog. And I'm like, I know we have a planned commitment. And I did this three or four times until finally they invited me in and I met the guy. And we went out and he wasn't as smart as he looked good, but it was a good pickup one. That is a good pickup one. You know, the, the more we're talking about this, though, I guess I realize in New York, women pick up men more than men pick up women, don't they? <laughs> well, I think when women come up with smart pickup lines, they're more memorable because men just don't work as hard. That's true. Men play the numbers game and women play a smarter game. Then maybe that could be true. One other really good one I had once was, this was before I was moving to California. They have something called resting bitch face in New York. And I definitely had it. And you just had this kind of cold personality that can be considered unapproachable. So I'd read this book on how to be friendly and like how to practice being friendly. <laughs> so again, I think I was at drinks with Jay and I decided I only had like two or three weeks left in New York. And I was like, I'm going to start practicing being friendly. It was World Cup time. So I saw these two guys watching the, the game. The game ended. So I walked up to them and I was like, hi. <laughs> they were like, hi. I was like, I'm just practicing being friendly. They thought I was crazy. They were German. Really friendly. Well, you usually just practice being friendly. You don't tell people that you're practicing being friendly. You usually just be friendly. You don't announce that that's what you're doing. No, I thought it would be weird to be friendly. You're funny. Honestly, in New York, if you are friendly, you get a lot further because many people feel like they need to put on a pretense. 
And so they do practice their RBFs. Women's RBFs are on fire in New York. They're just sitting there with this cold face. So if you're in a club in New York and you want to just meet someone or just bring up a conversation, look somebody in the eye and be friendly and you're going to get so much further than you think. Yeah. Other thing you could do is I think I did this once or twice and it worked. If they had French fries that they hadn't touched because so many people were anti-carb, I'd be like, can I have some of your fries? Exactly. (laughs) No, exactly. Just easy things like that. Just turning around and looking at somebody and saying, hi, what's your name? And people don't do that in New York. (laughs) No, they don't do that in New York. Both did pretty good this time of being friendly. Yeah, being friendly takes work. It shouldn't, but it does sometimes. Does, does. Oh, it's easier here because we don't have to smile. Gets difficult with Botox. Oh my God. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Joking. <laughs> so that's it for spilling the beans today. Hopefully, some of you single ladies out there can use some of our unique pickup lines. <laughs>